Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode, what the hell episode is this? Episode 22 of the Higher Mammal Podcast. I am your host, Barbecue Skunk, and I am here with my very special guest today, Ducky. How are you? I'm doing pretty swell, other than getting fucked in the ass by the IRS today, but, you know, that's life. Oh, fuck, oh, fuck that's right. Today's tax day. <laughs> I still haven't done mine. <laughs> Oops. Ooh. Don't oh. wait. Because they will uh, penalize your ass. Uh, are, I mean, what are they going to do? Garnish my wages? Ooh. Ooh. The, scary. The, the, the $10 that I earn. Ooh. Yeah, but they, they need some money from you, Skunky. Uh, Gotta well, give them the money. They should take that up with the uh, the billionaires that don't that somehow uh, don't pay their taxes. But it's all those tax know. loopholes. I should I should start a church or something. Anyway, uh, uh, well, how have you been? Uh, been pretty good. Besides that, I've just been really busy. Trying to finish yeah. up school and shit. These college professors are nuts. Oh, well, like nuts as in like sociopath nuts or nuts as in <laughs> I'm going to give you a shit ton of work to do. And, like, <laughs> nuts in the, uh, the second way. It's a lot <laughs> of busy work. It's like I'm almost a senior. Like, come on, man. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I know like a lot of the uh, a lot of the folks I've had on here are like a uh, college and or in college or are have graduated college or whatnot. And um, I, I will have to say I do not envy. I, I don't envy all at all. Like, yeah, I, I don't expect you to. It is not as cracked out as as people yeah. make it out to be. Everybody's like, oh, you need to go to college and you need to do this, this, and that. And, and if I could do it over to, again, yeah, like, I'd go into I, a trade. Oh, yeah. Like, college isn't for everybody. And, like, if you want to actually not be in debt, <laughs> is, is what I've been told. If you don't want to be in debt, you go to you go to, into, like, a trade school or something. Yeah, or community college, because, I mean, oh, yeah. the tuition for community colleges, especially if you're living off campus, is really not that bad. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I've had I've had some folks try to get me to go into community college, but the main problem is I just don't know what I want to do yet. Yeah, if you don't know what you want to do, I would not do college at all. You're just going to end up going down to, like, the business major pipeline. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's that's actually what I was thinking too. I was like, like, what if I went and like did some kind of like business major there? It's really not that bad. Like, I would say if you don't know what to do, doing a business major is not the worst thing you can do. It's better than doing something in like STEM, for example. Yeah, or or fucking liberal arts or whatever. God no. Uh, <laughs> the only reason still... ever go into liberal arts is if you have like genuine talent as like an artist or like a producer or director or something like that yeah not me <laughs> i just host a shitty podcast that's all i do <laughs> oh it can't be that shitty that uh episode that i watched with you and amber i mean i like got like i think a couple minutes 30 minutes in it's not that bad it's pretty good 41 spotify followers can't be wrong hey as long <laughs> as you got followers you're doing something right I'm I'm doing something right to piss both sides off, so I guess that is something. Uh, I'm right there with you, man. An accomplishment, yeah. Anyway, so uh, you want to tell these folks what it is you do uh, within the furry fandom, I should say? Yeah, sure. So I'm an artist. I supply people with artwork. 
Um, I talk about politics here and there, but I've kind of been taking a break as much as I can from it. That shit kind of, it turns you into a a nihilist, I would say. Because everything's just shit, 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 shit. It's like that South Park episode where Stan just sees shit. Yeah, it's just everything is shit. I hate life and everything's miserable and blah, 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 blah. And it's just, it gets really depressing really fast. Yeah, and so, but for the most part, I stick to artwork. There is no good news in politics. Absolutely not. Like, especially right now. Oh, yeah, especially these days more than anything. But, um, anything you've been up to recently? Uh... Um, not really. <laughs> I know that sounds boring, but I've mostly been focusing on school. I, uh, w- I work full-time. And, uh... I, w- I want to open up commissions and stuff, but it's really hard to juggle so much that I'm already doing. Plus, try and do artwork in a timely fashion so that people don't think I'm like running off with their money or something. Because that's a big issue in the furry fandom. Yeah, yeah. it's like people will take <laughs> people will take like seven, eight months just to do a sketch or something, and then charge you like two hundred bucks. Yes, and it's ridiculous. And furries in particular get really upset when you talk about the. Uh, I guess the market, the art market in the furry fandom yeah. or economics and uh, business practices. I don't know why. It's just like a knee jerk topic. I know. It's like all these people, all these furries are like um, very socialist, very anti-capitalist until you go and uh, say that their <laughs> their uh, their artwork is unfair for pricing. And then suddenly they become the most capitalist person on earth. Yeah, and my thing is, like, I think the real big disconnect with some of these furries when it comes to pricing is they don't understand how their target market works, right? Their audience. Um, If somebody else doesn't value your art nearly as much as you do, they're just not going to buy it. So there's a very real thing, like, if you overprice, like, that's on you at the end of the day. Nobody's telling you to sell your art for dirt cheap, but you should be pricing accordingly based on the interest you have from your audience or your clients. I really think it would be a good idea for a lot of furries, or at least for, like, even cons, just to have, like, a, some kind of, like, economics panel. I know, I know it would be kind of out of place and everything, but I think it would be really, really helpful in the fandom. You, cause you know what? I actually agree with you. a lot of people who don't know what a budget is, and that's kind of sad. Yeah. And I think that would be very helpful because it could give a lot of people that can't go to college or access business classes a way yeah. to do that at a place where, okay, well, you're going to be there anyway, dressed up as a big furry animal. You might as well go and sit in the economics panel or yeah, business I mean, panel. It's like a lot, a lot of these panels are like a, that I see at cons are either like really redundant or they're like the same thing, like the same three or four things. I, well, actually, I don't know. I can't really. I guess I can't really be a judge on that because I've only ever gone to like three cons. Okay, so you've only been to three. I've been to, I've been to FWA twice. I went to uh, TFF, and I've also been to MomoCon. So I've been <laughs> I've been to three furry cons and one anime con. And one thing I can say, and I I feel like this is across the board yeah, with where's cons. Momo? That sounds familiar. MomoCon. It's in Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta. Yeah, they do it at the... I think it's the 
it's like World Something Center. I don't think it's World Trade Center, but it's like World Organization Center or some some shit like that. It's like I a conference been, thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But oh, I think it's across the board that uh, a lot of these conventions, like you said, is, is very redundant. Uh, they're not very interesting. Like every time I've been to both furry cons and regular conventions or anime conventions, it just feels so bland. Like they're not doing anything that's genuinely fun. It's all like just generic bullshit. Yeah. Like yeah. I think the most fun I've gotten out of cons is just hanging out with friends or dicking yeah. around in fursuit. That's it. Yeah. I mean and I know like a lot of the times um people will like to say, Oh, you if you're not having fun at a fur con, like people will just um like try to uh uh what's the word i guess they'll try to like cheer you up or like start they'll start hanging with you and as far as like my experience has gone that's not really true like people just seem seem to stick to their own like kind of groups and there i mean there's nothing wrong with that like like in general no they, they absolutely do like yeah. furries don't want to talk about it but like there are so many clicks in place in the furry oh, yeah. fandom like it's really hard to make friends because I mean, there's nothing wrong with sticking with your group, okay? I just want to make that very clear, because everybody has their groups. But, like, they're so unfriendly. Like, right. I, I don't I don't get it. Like, we preach about being friendly and open and, like, accepting and all these other things. But, like, furries just get scared at the, like, the opportunity, the idea of meeting new people at a con. And I'm like, isn't that the whole point of the convention? To meet new people and have fun and make friends and do all these fun things, I, I just don't get it. Right. Like, people, and, and a lot of furries will go and, like, oh, we're we're very welcoming, and, like, we're very accepting of everybody. And, like, well, y'all are only really welcoming and accepting of people who want to be in your certain clique and recognize that it is a clique, and they want to be uh, in that one particular clique. Yeah. I don't know. I I, I like... <sighs> I always say this because I feel like I'm so disconnected to the furry fandom. I feel like a furry, but I don't. Like, I really enjoy the art side of the fandom and what I would uh, surmise as the positive side of the fandom. Like, all the services and just the community building that happens. Like, I really like that stuff. I don't really care for the other stuff. It's not my thing. Yeah, like, a lot of the... um, A lot of it... I guess in my case just comes down to like I like I like talking with a, a lot of the people. I like just I like pretending to be a, a cute skunk online. I'm like I, I think that's exactly. really what it down to. Also but, uh, Oh, go ahead. My bad. No, you go ahead. Uh I was gonna say, like, I don't okay, so when I went to TFF, the one thing that they did have at the convention that I really wanted to do was they had like a plushie making class. Where you could pay extra and do it. And we really want, me and my friends, we wanted to do it. But they ran out of supplies so quick. I don't understand, like, for a fandom so involved in, like, arts and crafts and just services and, like, all these awesome things. Why don't they do more of that at conventions? Why don't they have classes where they're like, bring your own supplies. We're going to teach you how to make your own fur suit or some shit like that. Or at least, like, a buck, you know, the head or whatever. The fur bait. The foam base. 
that, that kind of reminds me. I'm, I'm going to go on a, a little bit of a story here because there there was also at um, at Anthro Northwest in 2019. Um, that was that was my first con I had ever been to. I was up in I was up in Washington that year for the uh, doing the army bullshit, and um, I had I think it was like a it was like a Sunday morning that uh, this like plushy making um, uh, panel was there, and um, I I got in there a bit early because that was like that was like one of the main panels I wanted to do for that con. And uh, I, I got there maybe like 10, 20 minutes early. Nobody's there. And like, there's nothing in the room. And I'm sitting there waiting. And so um, I, I think maybe like 10 minutes goes by. And then uh, I get a call from, uh, from my NCO, my sergeant, uh, Sergeant Crowder. Um, sorry, Sergeant Crowder. I'm going to put you on blast here. Um, but he calls me and... Um, so we were supposed to have like a whole door tag thing that we were supposed to put on our doors back at the barracks. And, um, I had kind of outsourced, uh, that, that test to, uh, another one of my friends who lived down the hall from me. And, um, I guess he either forgot or just didn't want to do it. And so Sunday morning comes and, um, I get a call from Sergeant Crowder like 10 minutes before the, the plushy panel starts. And he's like, and he's like, uh, why the, why the fuck didn't you put your door tag on? And uh, I need you here right the fuck now. And um, but the problem is, uh, Anthro Northwest takes place in like downtown Seattle, right? And my base was all the way down south of Tacoma. Yeah, south of How Tacoma, out of Lakewood. It is about a forty-five minute to an hour drive. Okay, that that's what I guessed. But damn, yeah. that's mm. yeah, and and that's not counting traffic and then having to wait at the fucking gate for the uh the gate guard because Uber doesn't because Uber's technically not allowed in the base, but like you, you know due to logistics reason you kind of have to let them in, but like they they the Ubers would always get stopped at the at the uh, the main gate and they would have their whole car inspected and shit and just a lot of convoluted shit for security that's reasons. It's a lot of time consuming. Yeah, it was like it usually it could be anywhere from like five to like twenty five minutes. I've had I've had one go for like thirty minutes. Yeah, but um, but he's like, you need to be down here like time now because uh, CO is doing a room check or whatever the fuck. And um, I was like, fuck, and um, I, I ended up missing that plushophile or the the plush panel. Uh. Because um, I had had to go down all the way to fucking Tacoma to put a stupid little fucking sticker with literally my name and my roster number on it. And that was it. That was so dumb. Was so I'm so sorry. Stupid. That sucks. That was, I, think, I think that was probably a good, like, breaking point for me. I'm like, bro, this is so stupid. Like, they... <laughs> I think that was part of the reason why I wanted to get out at that point was, like, just the stupid shit. Like this, I mean, the there's probably more than just the stupid shit as reasons. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm were you just in the army, or were you like marine, or what? No, I, I was just regular ass field artillery. I just, oh, gotcha. I just lifted heavy shit and sat in the connex, and that was really it. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. It it wasn't great. It wasn't terrible. 
It was it was all right. It wasn't your thing. But, uh, yeah, it was it was good while it lasted. I mean, I I met a lot of good people there. I mean, I met actually um one of my good friends um who I still talk with today um uh, my buddy Davis, who I may actually have him on the show at some at some later point. Uh he's also a furry and um doesn't have any art, isn't really like super involved in the fandom. So um like he's he's very chill about the whole thing. But um okay, cool. I had I had found out he was a furry due to the fact that uh oh shit. Due to the fact that um he had lent me a laptop for some work related thing. Uh, I think we were doing some like field artillery like online test or whatever the fuck. Or I think it was like certification, and um, and I, I log on to his laptop, pull it up, and there's like a uh, there's like the profile picture of it, and it got like this uh, the blue dog with like a tennis ball in his mouth, and like uh, it's it's one of the generic like furry profile pictures that every like sixteen year old uses on like <laughs> on DeviantArt. Yeah, yeah, like one of those like. And I got the thing, and I'm like, "Hmm, that's very that's a very odd thing to have on your uh, on your laptop." <laughs> and so I, I had confronted him about it like later that day, and um, I think it, there was there was a little bit of denial, like, "Oh, I don't know." And I'm like, "Oh, it's cool, bro." I'm like, "I have a, I have my own like little skunk guy," and even I don't know, that was kind of the the beginning of a friendship. So. It's, well, it's awesome. weird how it's weird how small the world is sometimes. Uh one thing I want to talk about with you is isn't it insane how many furries are in like the military, IT, uh oh, yeah. oh, freaking yeah. medical work. It is crazy to me. <laughs> I mean military like, military especially surprised me like coming in cuz I like growing up I have a very, I have a very like military family like Almost every single male in my family is served in some way, shape, or form. But, um, uh, oh, fuck, I just lost my train of thought. Shit. Bring it back. I just had, I just, fuck, I just Joe Biden. Fuck. You need some ice cream? You need some uh, ice yeah. cream. <laughs> I need some, <laughs> I need some ice cream. I need, I need a little sound bit of, like, a little Joe Biden soundboard. God, that would be awesome. Be oh, perfect. Shit. I I completely lost my train of thought. Now, fuck. Well, since you did, uh, have you ever fucked a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? What? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I'm kidding. What? Uh, my boyfriend put me up to that. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh. No, I have not. <laughs> okay, thank God. Just had to rule that out. <laughs> Oh, what are you contemplating doing it now? Would it? Oh, would. Hear me out, guys. Yeah. Hear me out. Yeah, hear me out, guys. That sandwich got the curves. Peanut and jelly. I want the peanut well, What type of jelly would be on it? That's what matters. <laughs> or, or peanut butter. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm terrible. I'm a professional. I'm a professional <laughs> podcaster. <laughs> Come on, I have to outdo Amber. 
come oh on now. Oh my god. Oh yeah, it's a competition at this point. <laughs> Even if it's unsaid, it's a competition. Fun fact, you're the my first ever podcast. I've I've never done a podcast before. This is my first time. Really? So you you win that crown. <laughs> well, I hope it won't be your best podcast cuz I mean very if, it, <laughs> if it is, it'll probably benefit you. <laughs> You'll get more followers on Spotify, man. Uh, or I'll get a bunch of hate mail. I don't know. Whichever comes first. Oh, I hope not. Fuck. Yeah, I, I, I don't really I feel care really bad. <laughs> I guess my peanut butter and jelly sandwich joke didn't go over well. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell everything from 9-11 to cancer jokes here. I don't give a shit. Uh... Yeah, we are, we are not a... Um... We're not like a we're not a sex positive podcast, but we are a, a non family friendly, <laughs> a, a non family friendly show. Okay, good. So I won't get canceled <laughs> for oh, a peanut no, butter no. jelly sandwich. No. Oh fuck. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I don't know. You have any like you have any good stories about the fandom? I would say. Good stories? <laughs> Don't make me laugh. Or just, story, or just stories in <laughs> Um, well, I I guess I could talk about some of the people that I've met being an artist that wasn't good, because I think oh. a lot of artists uh, either don't talk about it as often, or if they do, like, it's very petty stuff. It's not, like, real stuff that matters you know what i mean they're like oh this person ghosted me but never paid and it's like okay well they ghosted you it doesn't matter like you don't have to do that commission for that person yeah like uh, oh go ahead it's a very small tangent here but i know like that is kind of a thing like that i kind of do sometimes i'll go and ghost like new artists and i'm very sorry that i haven't commissioned you yet by the way um (laughs) it's no worries man like I, I just don't know how to tell an artist that like, hey, I don't really care for that certain style or like, like I, I just don't know how to I like I don't want to hurt the artist's feelings, <laughs> as as uncharacteristic um, as that is. <laughs> my advice to that would be to find artists of the like when you see their commissions and you see the style that they're in, find those yeah. artists that you like their style inherently, to a fault. Because then you're always going to like the art you get or commission. Otherwise, like, you end up, like, in situations where it's like, oh, well, I don't really want it in this style like this other commission you did, for example. Because sometimes artists do have, like, fluid art styles. Yeah. Like, I, I know there was a, um, there was an artist, I'm, I'm, I'm very sorry, I'm keeping on this tangent a little bit, and then we'll, we'll go back to your, your thing. Oh, no, you're completely fine. Please, please. But, uh. There was an artist that uh, I got commissioned several times uh, who did like couples art, and it was uh, of me and my boyfriend. But I really loved their art style at first, and like, but then like every time I commissioned them, their their art style would change a bit, and like it slowly just became like, I guess more cartoony. I guess is a good word for it. But like I just I didn't like I liked the the semi realistic look. Of like um of of like non cartoony I guess yeah and but. my guess is granted I don't know this artist but I am an artist so 
sometimes I'm sure you've noticed this in my art, depending on like the theme or the character, the style may not look like my typical style. And it also depends on like, what, what do they want? Are they wanting a funny thing or are they wanting a very serious thing? You know what I mean? So for some artists, uh, they may branch out their style to fit a theme or, uh, a scene, for example. And that's probably the case that's happening there. But if they're doing it consistently, it could be the fact that their style is simply changing. Okay, so yeah, that ma- that makes a lot more sense. I didn't really think I hadn't really thought about that actually. Uh, but yeah, that actually that actually makes a lot more sense than, than what I was thinking. Uh, I, thought, I mean, I think, like think about style. think that, about that when people sense. do. Uh, meme art for example like meme drawovers they're not going right. to have the same style that they do for their meme drawovers for like a ref sheet or like an icon or something right. like it's just so different it's leagues different yeah and i think i think that's the problem with i have with if i were ever to become an artist is like i just don't know like how to be consistent i guess in the art style because i i did i did art for a couple years in high school actually and um it just my art style just never really took off from anywhere from like just basic sketches yeah but like but, but the uh anyway sorry i i completely just lost like on a tangent there but uh, oh you're fine you were you were going back earlier to uh that the the story you had oh uh, yeah there was two different times, and I'm not going to name names because I'm not that kind of person, but there was two times that I had issues with people commissioning me. One time, and I, I've posted this, I've talked about this on my Twitter, so people for sure know. Um, this person commissioned me for a traditional art piece, which I no longer do. Like, I may do badges, but that's it. But this was like a bookmark thing that I did. This was back like Instagram days. And, uh,. So I mailed it, and I told I you know gave them the tracking number, all of that. They can follow it online and see where it's at. Well, because it didn't arrive the exact day that USPS said it would arrive, uh, they just straight up posted a beware on me and just made me out to be like a scammer. And I'm like, dude, that's not very what? cool. And because the worst part the is, they got it the next day. They got their commission the next day. But right, I had so to fight them tooth and nail. The, did they retract the statement that they said? Yeah, after I fought them tooth and nail in DMs professionally, and I'm like, dude, this ain't cool. Like, just wait a second. They finally deleted it the day they got their commission, and I straight up told them, okay, well, you're blacklisted, and just block them. Wow. It was yeah. the worst. Furries, like I don't, I don't know whether that's like a patience thing or whether that's more of a, of a, just be professional kind of thing. But that's, I don't that's know. Funny. I really don't know. Sometimes yeah, it could be, but this person was like sixteen or, or seventeen, so I think that they're just an, an impatient kid. Yeah, just a maturity thing, probably. Then, yeah. Did they apologize at all or say anything like publicly to apologize or? It was okay. I don't know if you were on Instagram or are on Instagram. I, but... I have an Instagram, but it's like for non furry shit. Okay. Well, for furry shit, the art community is 
like just as thriving as like Twitter, for example. But uh, I got this half-assed like, oh well, I you know I've been scammed before, blah blah blah. I have to protect myself, like like this half-assed apology. Like it's not really a po- an apology. It's more like you ex- excusing what you did yeah, and then apologizing. But they did take it down, and it was uh it was kind of frustrating for me because I had like just recently like maybe like a year ago hit a thousand followers and so it was like a big blow to me and i lost followers from it if i remember correctly and it just sucked because it was like people will take things at face value they won't go and talk to the person they won't ask questions like it just sucks yeah i've noticed that a lot with with furries they take they they will take everything at face value yeah i mean they'll they're i don't want to say they take everything literally but like they like any sort of like criticism or like any sort of um i guess differentiate between their thought and another person's it just flies over their head they just can't handle it I don't. I like. It, I think it really boils down to that. They just can't handle the right. fact that something might not be real. Mm. It's especially bad with the. Uh, and I don't want to go too deep into this territory, but like when it comes to accusations, whether it's uh, like artwork or scamming or essay or any of these other things. Like, so many people will just say something happened, and then they, like, won't back it up. Like, even, like, some DMs proving that they were being this way is better than you just saying, oh, well, this happened, believe me. Yeah, source, trust me, bro. Basically. And, like, I... I'm not gonna sit here and say that I'm some pure person, and I've never done that, because I've for sure done that. When I was younger, I've done it as an adult because, like, even with like evidence, it can look a certain way. Yeah. And so you're going to be inclined to believe it. But I think more people need to sit on the fence and wait to see how things play out. Yeah, like, like, like words are going to get misconstrued in that. God, and Twitter is like the worst place to have fucking deep conversations with people. Any conversation in general. I, I, I genuinely don't know why people think that Twitter is a place for politics. And, uh, I, you know, I'm <laughs> I'm one of those people that post politics, so I can't talk. But what oh, I'm yeah. saying is, like... I'm very, gui- I'm very guilty oh. of this. <laughs> it is so hard to have, like, a nuanced conversation with 250 characters. I'm sorry. It's just yeah. it's not going to happen. I, even, even the fact that you can... I, I think it's... Not exactly, or I'm sorry, not specifically just the way that like Twitter is designed that like it's fit for conversations, but I think it's just the user base on there as well. It's just a lot of them are just a lot of the most toxic, insane people you've ever met. Oh, yeah, you yeah, know, I've like, had my moments. I think it, I think social media like that just tends to bring out some of the worst in people given the right situation and the right justifications or what have you. Yeah. I, I, I think I think maybe like eighty to eighty five percent of like 
the uh, the shit I've gotten or like the call outs or just the drama I've been involved in has been through Twitter and like Twitter alone. And it's God. Yeah, I, I don't know why I bothered, but like it's it's like TikTok. It's addictive. It's uh, because you're getting that ser- uh, not serotonin. Yeah. That dopamine. That, that dopamine. That dopamine rush. You're getting yeah. those hits from approval or feeling like, oh, well, I won here. Or, yeah. It, I mean, it's like drugs. Mm-hmm. And anybody who denies it, like, I really seriously question, like, well, are you on social media all the time? Like, surely you're not saying this with your whole chest and fully believe that, you know, it's not addictive because it is. There's a reason like, why you're eating dinner and sitting there looking at Twitter at the same time. Yeah, like that's, it's like, they they they're on, they're on social media like a crackhead is to like on his mission to find crack. It's like you don't see if if you were to replace um, that scrolling on Twitter with like a crack pipe, it that's would look it would, it would look weird in both situations. Like, it it's the same thing. Like you. I mean, you can see it in other communities, too. Like, it's not just, like, a furry thing. Like, take YouTubers. YouTubers with large platforms think they can get away with, like, hitting up 14-year-old girls, for example. Or, like, just doing crazy shit. Like, calling people out or lying about shit. Like, uh, take the Orion and, uh, what's a quite that situation, for example? That's a perfect situation. Orion, Orion the Dragon? Uh, no, 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 no. This is not furry. This is YouTubers. Uh, oh. Orion and Quite. So this person accused Quite of sexual assault and a list of other things. And the dude had plenty of shit to back up that actually none of that happened. But okay. It was actually you advancing on me. But besides that, I'm just saying, like, people do crazy shit on social media when they think that they can get away with it or they have the power to and furries are really bad about this like poppy furs like i know that's a silly fucking name but it's so true like poppy furs be doing the most sometimes they are i don't want to say scum of the earth (laughs) but um if there's a slightly nicer way to put that i I would say so (laughs) But I, it's like every time you see like another scandal with a poppy fur, it's just like oh, and like fucking Shadow Fox one two three sixty nine four twenty fucking was oh my a, cat or some was shit. messaging a sixteen year old or uh, Blaze uh, Foxy <laughs> or something was uh. I don't know, being a fucking terrorist or some shit. Because you know, being that's a terrorist. A, that's a thing in the fandom now too. Is people uh. like I, I never really thought that we would get to a point in the furry fandom that like furry terrorism would be a thing. But here we are. I'm like, I don't know if it's because it's. Of furries, or if it's because of how extreme society has gotten. I, Either way, I, it's I, crazy. I think it may just be like 
I think it may also may part of it maybe a, a big mental health thing, and then I think another is just expanding is just the ever expanding um, popularity of the fandom. Like it's I don't want to say it's mainstream now, but it's it's getting there. Yeah, I agree with you. And I like, really I really think uh, here like, in the future we may have like companies straight up just mass producing decent fursuits. It's a little crazy. That's to me. I'm like I, I'm I'm very much uh, a proponent of I, I very much love capitalism and the free market, but this is fucking weird, bro. <laughs> like well, it's weird. Like... It's weird because uh furries are kind of built from the ground up. Yeah, like, like involving weird. a corporation or something like that would be it, it's just not furry. We used to be like a socialist's wet dream. Now we're basically sponsored by corporations <laughs> and well I, I shouldn't say that i shouldn't say we were a social sweat dream because like the fandom still is like and always has been like very much built on capitalism yeah and and i do i do admire that and like but it's it's weird seeing all i should say it's weird seeing all these furries not even like willing to acknowledge that this fandom is extremely capitalistic and more so in the recent years yeah i feel like any anybody that's in the furry fandom says that the furry fandom isn't capitalist they don't understand what capitalism is like if like, there's a free market it's for sure the furry market like brother, you just bought a two hundred dollar piece of like fine art of your persona getting fucked by a dragon or something, and like you know, and you don't think that's capitalism? Like any on. other artists aren't making that kind of money. Like I'm just saying, there is a there's a reason we didn't really see and a whole lot of furries in the '80s around like Eastern Bloc around like eastern bloc and russia and whatnot and it's probably for a reason so i have a question for you how long yeah. have you been in the furry like like what age would you say was like your starting point for being into the furry fandom um i was like 13 or 14 it was like in i want to say it was september of 2013 so okay. yeah like 13 or 14 years old uh i've been into it since i was like nine. <laughs> oh wow yeah for, for a minute but i want to use that to say like we've both been in this fandom for a long time mm -hmm. and i think we can both safely say that the fandom we see now is not like nowhere near comparable to what it used to be it has oh, yeah. grown in so many good ways but also so many bad ways right i'm I remember specifically um, around like 2015, 2016 is when it really started getting bad. Yeah, the whole uh, Donald Trump thing yeah. was not a good time. I don't understand. It's just like the man got in and in, 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 in hindsight, he didn't really do a whole lot. In which, I mean, which was okay. I mean, I would rather have a president not do anything than fuck up everything. Well, he did do stuff. It's just a lot of it wasn't, at it's the time, advertised. A lot of it wasn't 
ended up not being permanent like he did a lot of i know he did a lot of good shit but like it all just immediately got ruined yeah like for instance he uh increased funding to like hbcus and shit like that Mm -hmm. which like i don't think anybody can argue that's a bad thing you know that's a that's a good thing but it didn't stick around especially once biden got in office a lot of those a lot of those hbcus were like really fucking run down like i remember um uh what the fuck was it It was like prairie valley in texas or uh, it was like plainview or something plainview prairie valley whatever the fuck it was up in central texas i went to i went and toured that college around uh 2017 or so it was a it was kind of a shithole for a college Mm. and it was like and I, I can just assume it was like that for a lot of other HBCUs. I, I wouldn't doubt it. It's probably why he felt the need to make policies to get funding for them, because he knew the situation. Mm-hmm. But uh, that time, 2016, was not good. Uh, I remember, here's a story. I remember at the time I was dating somebody who was very pro Trump and he had convinced me based on like interviews and facts and stuff. And I did end up voting for the guy. Uh, don't really care how people feel about that. Honestly, you vote for who you think is going to run the country best, but in hindsight, eh, probably not. But during 2016, it was a very heated year. Would you agree? Oh yeah. Very much so. Yeah. I was on Facebook and I was talking like about stuff that was going on with would would you say 2016 or 2020 was more heated in terms of like furry political discourse? 2016 was heated and I think it got worse in 2020. Mhm. I think but, it boiled over. So you think it just continued? Oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Like you can see that with BLM police uh anything social political for sure yeah but But 2016 on facebook oh go ahead well as you were saying earlier oh yeah 2016 facebook i was just talking about stuff going on in the country presidency and stuff like that i remember specifically uh a friend of the family straight up told me that uh i should die in a house fire a friend of the family what the fuck yeah a friend of the family and i like at the time i was at 2016 i would have been like 17 years old holy shit so you wouldn't even able to vote yet yeah i wasn't even able to vote what the fuck and somebody was telling me that i should go die in a house fire because i i like i like trump at the time were they like, no longer family friend after that, or did y'all ever patch things <laughs> up? Um, well, they were a friend of my aunt, and uh, I don't talk to my aunt anymore. Let's just put it that uh, way. I, I see. <laughs> it's not because I, you know, I was like, how dare you disagree with me politically? It was more so the fact that I told her about their friend saying that, and they just didn't want to hold them accountable, anything. Like, I'm family, and you think it's okay for this, your friend, who's not related to any of us, to say that shit. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's, I mean, 
like family friend or not, you don't fucking say that to anybody. Jesus Christ. But she couldn't, she couldn't understand that. She was like, well, I'm not responsible for him. And I'm like, but you're friends with him. Like your friend's going to listen to you if you call them a jackass for something. Or if they don't, like, then they're not a good friend. I'm just, I mean, the, fuck. Like the leftists are the ones who are constantly like telling everybody to like, you need to be responsible for your speech. And then they go and turn around and mm -hmm. like give people death threats, like exactly. on a daily basis. But yeah, she wouldn't reconcile with that. So I just stopped talking to any of them because like, if they're going to do that for something political, it makes me question what are like, if so, if it's actually something serious, like what are you going to do? I don't trust you to think critically. Yeah, it's like it's that was what twenty sixteen. Yeah, yeah, twenty sixteen. Like it, it really wasn't even that serious back then either. It was a lot of it was just paranoia. I think. Yeah, like, so was, much of it. It was like the man hadn't even really done anything yet, and. Like, they're all, like, freaking out like it's the end of the world. And, like, if you support Trump, you're literally the devil. And it's, like, I mean, people still get that today, but it was just even more so back then. My conclusion to that, and we can also see this with COVID, because it repeated. Like, the same shit yeah. happened. Um, the media throws out all these bullshit lies and just straight up. Scares people. And these people are so stupid. They watch the news, one, period. And two, they don't ever, like, look further than somebody telling them something. Like, nobody's doing their own uh, search for truth. Where was I? Oh, shit. You know what? I forget. We do have news if you still want to do news. Yeah, let's do news. Oh, shit. Sure, I'll do news. But, but yeah, nobody nobody in this fucking fandom thinks for themselves. And I think that's they really don't. One of the biggest problems we have is the, but, like, even, but that's even, human even, nature. Yeah, even if, you, if it's a bad thought, I think it's better than just going with what everybody else says. Like, have an independent thought, whether it be good or bad, and then determine whether that's good or bad yeah but man furries are furries lack the ability to critically think and i think that's one of the biggest tragedies of this fandom but yeah. um we do have some lighter news some finally not depressing like sex offender bullshit or another like black pill crap but um uh did you want to read any of these articles if you wanted to if you want Where to is it in the news links and stuff uh yeah news links and stuff okay which one do you want me um whichever one okay, there's the i've got, I've got the one Oh, Jesus. Mountain lion claws the head of a man in a hot tub? Oh, you want to start with that one? <laughs> oh, actually, I want to start with the uh, Furcon being evacuated for the bomb. Oh, the um, MCFC. Yeah. That, uh, um, 
I remember the day we saw stuff about that because it was on Twitter. And right. me and some people in my server were talking about it and how crazy it is that this is happening at such a rate that it, like, in the past, this was not a normal thing. It's happening to almost every single con now. Yeah, like, and it was, and that was just MCFC. Weren't there, like, two other bomb threats at two different cons after that? I think so, but I can't remember which ones. I, oh, fuck, um, was it? Man, and this was on Fox? Jesus. Yeah, I've noticed a trend that, like, a lot of the, uh, every time, like, furry is, like, trending in the news or whatnot, or, like, in the mainstream media, it's because either some, like, either because some murderer or something had, like, an F.A. or, um, or some, like, furry convention got a bomb threat or something. Like, it's never any, like, it's always, like, some, like, violent-ass news. Yeah. Man, it was <laughs> it was especially bad when it came out that the uh shooter in Tennessee had an FA and people were all talking about it and it was crazy to me to see some of these comments from random people talking about oh well they they're a furry like support we we got to defend them or support them and they they were also transgender so we have to support them I'm like bro that none of that matters they shot children like i don't give a fuck if they're black white gay transgender it doesn't matter they shot up a school with children like where how do you draw that kind of line when it comes to dead children Be like we got to support somebody because their identity it's a cult man it, like it's a whole fucking cult like they, they, they have. It's like I know I'm gonna get a lot of flack for this, but I really do think a lot of like LGBT is a big fucking cult, and like they've they've replaced religion with the current the current media narrative of LGBT, and it's 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 just mind boggling to me that people will prioritize. Uh, a trans murderer over like a bunch of children that were murdered by that trans person. Yeah. And I think at least in my heart, I really hope, cause I try to treat everybody uh, on an individual to individual basis as best I can. I'm not right. saying I'm perfect, but like, I don't think that the majority, like we got to take it in, the frame of reference that you're getting a lot of this information from. I don't think you're entirely wrong, but I'm going to disagree because when you look online, it's a loud, loud minority. Most transgender or gay people you meet in real life aren't like this. And I can say this firsthand, and I live in the South. Like, I've met gay and transgender people, and they are nowhere near like some of the people that you see online. I think you get a lot of these chronically online people, whether adults or minors, that have crazy fucking ideas, and they all band together on social media, and it makes it seem larger than it really is. Yeah, and it's a yeah. really bad look, honestly. But, yeah. like, people outside that, that aren't like that, it's really hard for them to push back against that, because nobody, they're not going to listen to them. They're crazy. Like, if we're going to surmise that they're crazy then who's to say that they can even be uh, talked to, debated with, or reasoned with? Right. You know what I mean? 
Right, because when, once you put that label on them, it dehumanizes them. Yeah, I mean, and a lot of times I feel like these conversations, the opposing side, the people that we think are crazy, like, you're really not going to get through to them if you alienate them. Right. And sometimes even if you don't alienate them and treat them with kindness, it doesn't matter. People are stuck in their ways. Humans are stuck in their ways. Right. So I think I think you're right in a lot of ways, but I also think it's mostly social media making it seem bigger than it really is. Yeah. Not to disagree that there's crazy people, but there definitely is, but I don't yeah. think that's everybody. Like social media will magnify a problem by a thousand percent. Like it's Yeah, I mean take police brutality, for example. Like sometimes you'll see things and it's like that wasn't police brutality. That person was like charging at a police officer yeah. with a knife, for example. Like what yeah. that guy that guy was running around with a gun firing at people like yeah so so you only see that loud minority so uh, you just gotta take that right into account yeah it's just like i I like like i want to be nice to people and i like i want to like actually be open to like people of other other shit i don't know but like it just it sucks because like a lot of the people you see like online are not representative of the real life of the real life populace. Yeah. Like, it's all it's all these firmly online weirdos and people that are on like Twitter eight, nine hours a day. I'm sorry to say I'm usually one of them. But like it's it's sad to see like a lot of those people just ruin the bigger picture. Yeah, and and I pe- people are gonna probably get mad at me for saying this, but a lot of these people that are like that don't have lives. They really don't. All they do is sit on Twitter. They order their food in, or they work from home. They don't interact with anybody outside of that fucking phone. And guess what? When you only do that, you become your environment. So you're going to do the same thing as all those crazy other f- people online harassing people or doing whatever you do and having this crazy, crazy ass ideology, right? And yeah. they just don't have any outside sources that breaks them away from that. So they just continue to do that. And that's that's part of why I think it's so bad. It feeds into a bad habit, yeah. And all these people have the willpower to actually like improve themselves on their own like a lot of these people really need to go to therapy I, like it gets said so much as like an insult but it is so true you guys need therapy like the i need therapy, therapy. i can't afford it but there's there are free stuff you can do to get help get help if you need it you have to identify that shit yeah there's a, there's that app or whatever that like all the youtubers are like promoting oh uh, better help god yeah, that's a scam don't do that Poison? guys Yes. <laughs> uh, they have like unlicensed uh therapists on there like just bad shit it can't be any worse than canada i mean at least you're not getting put down <laughs> yeah i mean well as, as, far, as far as i know no better help um therapist has ever told me to kill myself so <laughs> there's that yeah i i can firsthand say that was not the uh experience i had in therapy yeah, Jeez. I, mean, I think I don't actually know. I only had like a therapy like 
like maybe two or three sessions in like high school because my grades were shit and my parents for some reason thought that warranted therapy mm. uh yeah i don't i don't care for therapists in general like i don't i don't really i don't think anybody does because yeah. well, i've I personally had bad experiences but it, i have taken good things from them because some of the techniques or uh like just little habit practices that they teach you like if you can take that and implement that into your life and do that like you you take something positive out of it like yeah the therapist fuck sucks therapy sucks but yeah. you can learn a lot from it yeah like i i just remember my therapist was like you need to play video games less and you need to uh, breathe more. And I'm like, bro, how does that affect my grades? <laughs> I mean, I can understand. Well, actually, I can understand the video games thing, but like, I wasn't, I wasn't nearly as, as much of a gamer as I am back then. Yeah. Um, I think when therapists utilize a lot of like the breathing technique stuff, which they're they're not necessarily bad, like they're good, I mean, but it doesn't work on everybody. They'll help you a you little know? bit, but it's not like a cure all. Yeah, exactly. But therapists try to act like it is, and it's it's really yeah. not. Like if somebody has problems regulating their uh, emotions or like anxiety and stuff like that, uh, breathing can help, but it's not going to help like you think it is. Yeah, I think. Like all I remember him doing was like um like telling me to play video games less. Um which was which is kinda of warranted. And then uh the stupid breathing exercises and then he was like I'm gonna also recommend you take these uh bunch of medications too. I'm like, Okay, bye. <laughs> no. Like aren't they they're not allowed to prescribe medications, are they? They're just allowed no, to like, you Usually what happens is your therapist will be like, okay, I'm going to write you a thing. And depending on the place you're at, they have a psychiatrist there and he's the, he or she is the one that actually writes the prescription. Yeah. Like the little thing you take to CVS or whatever. Right. But no, therapists cannot, not unless they are also a licensed psychi psychiatrist. Yeah. I don't remember if mine was or not. That's one but, thing I didn't like about therapy is, like, they tried so hard to push medication. Like, I remember the first time I ever went, they wanted to put me on, like, a shit ton of stuff. And I'm like, my mom even advocated for me and was like, whoa, 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 wait a minute, let's... That's a lot of shit for her to be on as, like, a 16 or 17 year old. Yeah, like, I was... I, I had a lot of fucking medication. Well, not a lot, but I had, like, growth hormones because i was like fucking like four foot four until like high school oh damn and then um yeah i'm like five two now so but uh i know we're twinning they, i'm also five they, one five two. Oh, we're little tiny babies yay yes <laughs> but um they, we I, short it, was like a daily, it was like a daily injection of like growth hormone shit I didn't like that at all. I did that for maybe like three, three. Was it like they put it into your arm, or like, or is it a pill? It, no, it's like a, it's like a little pen, like an injector. Ooh. 
yeah fuck I, that. Yeah, yeah fuck that i i think that's where my fear of needles came from <laughs> but uh then i also i also had like some kind of add meds i fucking hated those man those fucked me what up. they have you on like uh I, starts with an R or something. No, it was it wasn't Ritalin. It was it was something else. It no, was, it's not Ritalin. It's another one. I can't I remember know. here. Was, Let me see if I can find. It's basically it. straight fucking meth. Straight meth, 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 but for kids. Yeah, it was. I can't believe that shit's even legal. Like they had me on like I think like thirty five milligrams at my highest. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Mm. I've heard for a lot of people, well, my brother took uh, ADHD meds or ADD meds, and it started with an R, I can't remember what it's called, but he was like a zombie. It was so freaky. He wouldn't even do his work in class. I mean, he wasn't doing his work before, but like, he just wouldn't even look at it. He just couldn't function. He would just have that fucking thousand yard stare. Basically. Yeah. Like, that's that's how I was. I was just like... I would get fixated on like something in the room. Just because you're fucking like, high. Like, yeah, I was like, I would just get fixated on like a certain word on the paper, and I'd just be staring at that for like a fucking hour. <laughs> I was like, how is this helpful? Not really helping like, me focus, man. <laughs> and like, yeah, I'm focusing, but I'm thinking I'm a little too focused. <laughs> like so focused. Just like, whoa. <laughs> and you think fucking 10, 13 year old kids are like, yeah, just give me this shit. Yeah, just let me. They're also developing. Like, that's uh, one thing. You're pumping these kids full of medications and shit, and you don't even know how it's going to affect their brain long term. Yeah, just like, I I think part of the reason we have so much of a mental health like issue in the 2020s is because of all that medication. Yeah. And you can't imagine, like, the amount of kids that were teenagers and grew up on that that are now adults in society doing that shit. Yeah, some of them who are even still taking it to this day. And it's just like, how many of them do you think actually need it versus how many of them are, like, basically addicted to it now? Oh, I have a conspiracy theory for you. (laughs) You're not going to like it. Oh no. <laughs> okay. I, I heard this on TikTok, so take it as you will, but it was funny. Yeah, this dude had a conspiracy talk. theory that because women take birth control and then you know they go and use the bathroom and they pee and water filtration plants are not looking for like they're not cleaning the water for the like hormonal birth control, right? What if all that water that gets processed again is going like going into our uh, drinking fountains, our water, all that shit, and we're drinking it, and now you have a bunch of people just pumped full of fucking estrogen and oh, or, uh, pro- uh, protogen or whatever the fuck it's called, progesterone. Oh, shit. That that it's a conspiracy theory, but I was like, that kind of checks out. I mean, it seems like something that's plausible. Holy fuck, I'm going to have to research that later, because that's, that's fucking wild. I'm not trying um, to sound like Alex Jones, but, I mean, pumping I mean, entire Alex, society Alex, full of estrogen and credit, progesterone is probably not great. Right. To his credit, Alex Jones has been right a couple times. I mean, More he was right about the frogs turning gay. 
Yeah, he, he was right about the frogs turning gay. He as ridiculous right as it is, it is true. Yeah. He had known about like the Bohemian Grove thing since like 1994. Bro, the amount of fucking memes I see of that shit. Have you ever watched the videos of that? That shit is like, I'm, I don't I'm know. Scared. It gives me the chills. I'm I'm kind of scared too. I'm it's like, freaky. It I'm is like, so freaky. I don't want to see some like baby getting sacrificed to Satan or something. Like I don't want. It's not even that. Like. Just the one clip of him just, like, I guess he's sitting in one of the rows or whatever, and he's, like, panning around, and you can see all these people with, like, lights and shit, and it's dark, it's pitch black, and there's just lots of murmuring and shit. It's it's creepy. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> fuck it does, that. It's very culty. Like, you know those scenes that you see on, like, Netflix when you watch, like, a cult documentary? Like, it's, yeah. it's one of those, like, yeah. scene for scene type like, shit. It's like stereotypically like culty cult. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Oh, I'm I'm gonna have to look into that later. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna lose my lose my fucking shit <laughs> reading that or something. Please let me know what you find. Oh my gosh! I'm either gonna come out with schizophrenia or I'm just gonna be very disappointing. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, we have news and shit. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I guess the next one. Uh, I was looking at the dog press one. There's Huff Aromas erotic fragrant fragrances. Oh, I am fair warning. I am very sorry for linking a dog shit press article. Yeah, I I was about to say like, fucking hate. That I hate that guy. <laughs> he dude. Did you know? I well, I can't. I can't name drop, but I'll call him Parrot Man. Like yeah, called I, I Parrot know. Man. It, uh, a Nazi or whatever, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, he called him. He called him token black furry, and there was a whole comic about that. I love it, dude. They even put fucking uh, what's their name? They make like the pretty art with the bunnies or whatever. Oh, uh, Natasha. Um... No, 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 no. I know, I know who it is. I gotta find it. Uh, right now they've been posting a lot of like uh Fallout oh, artwork. Toffee, oh, Toffee, that. that's who it is. Toffee. Who? Toffee. Toffee. Yeah, they they called no Toffee and uh, a Nazi and like a white supremacist or some shit because uh m m my uniform art. Because they had like, oh, didn't they have like World War One uniform art or something? Something like that. But like, they've always drawn like military shit and like some other crap. Like I they don't. They even called um, Peltsy, Peltsy Bat, or I think he was going by Peltsy Skunk at that time. Uh, you know him, you know him, right? Um, Peltsy Skunk. Or uh, he's go he goes by Peltsy Bat, uh, Pelzi Bat now, P E L Z I, I think. But the, the oh yeah, I follow this person. Yeah, Dogpatch went and called them a. Um, like a, a white supremacist Nazi or some shit. Bro, what? He literally had a communist in his bio at the time. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand how. I'm look. I'm, I'm looking at their page right now, and like they just post really Whoa, cool art. That's some friendly fire right there. Come on, and that's see. It just goes back to what I'm saying. Just accusations. It's petty, stupid shit. It is never uh, a boring day in furry Twitter. There's always something happening. Like, okay. I, 
you ever sit there on the For You page and scroll, like, the amount of just bullshit you fucking see? I, it's just I garbage. I'm not even joking when, like, I was scrolling through this morning just bored as shit. I'm just scrolling through Twitter for, I swear to God, it was, like, at least four hours. And I felt myself, like, it was, I felt like I was slowly dying. Like, like, I had, like, a big fucking tumor just growing in my head with every single scroll I just kept doing. It was just, like... This is this is hell. <laughs> yeah, a lot of times, if something just ticks me off, <laughs> ticks me off enough, I straight up close out Twitter because I'm just like, I can't, I can't do it today. That is so stupid. <laughs> the stupidest shit ever you find on Twitter, and it's it never ceases to amaze me. Just. New depths of stupidity just are are broken every day. <laughs> For real. You ever see a take so bad that it makes you want to kick a fat kid at Kmart? <laughs> That's like every tweet I see from Dogpatch, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, huff, huff aromas. They're erotic scented oils and candles. That's pretty cool, I guess. So I, I did kind of have an idea for well, not erotic scented candles, but like just regular like like fursona scented candles back when I was in high school. It was just yeah. like I I I'm actually sitting here right in the studio and I have a shit ton of like old party light uh candles that my mom used to have from like two thousand six. <laughs> so like, what if like it's literally like a whole fucking like five foot tall shelf full of this shit like it's my my half my whole fucking closet is just full of this but um i like i really thought about like making like persona scented candles like i thought that would be really cool yeah like, if i had like a uh, a cannabis and brisket scented um can candle <laughs> that i could use for barbecue that would be fucking awesome definitely and you could even do commissions for that where it's like okay pick out like three cents or two cents that you think your persona would uh, smell like and then they can provide you with a piece of art you can make like a sticker out of the art like slap it on the jar or whatever like that would be really easy I bet I, you a lot I, of people I, love I that I kind of wonder if I can get a cannabis scent now or if that's not <laughs> a thing that can be done <laughs> uh, I'm not really sure you may have what? to actually mix like can uh, cannabis oil into it which would probably make the candle like twice as expensive too. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't yeah. realize that. Like, yeah, cannabis oil is fucking expensive as shit. Man, like, I, I feel like this, I have this little half gram here that I got from New Jersey. Lasted me a week. I am down to like the very bottom of it. It's it's a little um it's a live resin cartridge. It Damn. it it didn't last me at all. Yeah, when I saw you had like those gummies and you were gonna eat them all, and you told me how much they were, I was like, "Yeah, that explains it." Because at first I thought you were just eating a bunch of them. I'm like, "Bro, you eat too many of those, you'll be laid out." I've done that before. It was, it was, it was fun, but really fucking dumb. Really fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah. Have you uh ever tried any Delta Eight pens, or do or are they not legal? Uh, I've I've actually got two of them right here, actually. Oh, sweet, sweet! I um, actually uh, got into them too. recently. Oh. Yeah, I I like Delta Eight because I can like 
still like work on it. Like I can yeah. still like, work, I guess, while high. Like I, that I can't really do as much when I have um, just regular Delta Nine. It's like such a solid mild high. Yeah. That it's I don't know how to explain it. Like when you smoke regular weed, it's just uh You it's take two or three puffs and you're like fucked up. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> but with Delta A, I could take like four or five puffs and it's like, okay, I'm good. I'm solid. Yeah. It was like I'll be good for the next like hour and a half or two hours, like with Pretty much. Yeah. I feel like the uh half life for it lasts longer. I don't know. I would see. I don't know if that's just a quality thing or like where I get them, but like a lot of these either change color really fast or they don't change color at all. Hmm. What 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 brand are they? I usually get the koi it's, brand. I don't. I don't know. Like it could be some knockoff bullshit. It's this one's called Trippy Stick. Hmm. I used to get. I used to get a lot of the cake brands, but. Then I got like sick off of some of those, and I'm like, oh. I just didn't do that again. But I don't, I don't know these these trippy sticks. Even if they are like, I have no idea if they're legitimate or not. But I haven't gotten sick from them yet, so there's That's that. Do you just like green out, or does it make you just want to throw up because it tastes bad? Um, at worst, they send me into a panic attack, and like. Ooh. I feel like my heart is about to explode or something. Been and, there. Uh, at, but uh, yeah, at best, they're, it's just like, uh, I feel like groggy. So I've had, uh, as much as I, th- I believe people should be able to smoke weed and have the freedom to, I also think people should be a little cautious on how much they consume mm-hmm. because greening out is not fun. I've greened out so yeah. many times. And sometimes it's it's not even that much that I've smoked, so you really got to be careful with that. Like I've, I would say I've greened out more times than I've cared to, and like I know at least two of the times I've greened out to the point where I have like literally dropped to the ground. Same. Yeah. It's because your uh, blood pressure gets so high or so low, depending on uh, just how your body reacts. Yeah. The only remedy that I've found that works for that is if you can feel that coming on, you need to go somewhere to like lay down and have like air on you. Yeah. Lay down, drink water. Like, yeah. Like take your fucking socks off. If you need to, I've found like you very well might still green out, but it won't be nearly as bad as you just like falling down on the ground. And then all your mates around you are like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Yeah, I've had that happen to me at least twice where it resulted in me, like, hitting my head. Ooh, that's that's yeah. so dangerous. I yeah. could leave you with a concussion, hospital trip, who knows? Yeah, I, I still have a scar, actually, on my eyebrow um, where I hit the uh, the corner of a, of a, of the um, kitchen table or whatever the fuck it was. Ooh. Yeah, I'm like, I'm That's so glad that corner missed my eye. <laughs> yeah, that that could have been really bad. Yeah, I could have lost my fucking eye. <laughs> but at least you didn't. It's... Yeah. But yeah, I, I that's kind of why I like Delta 8. I don't feel like I'm going to green out. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've greened out on Delta 8 more than a few times, but I think that's just because it was like, 
I think actually most of that time was probably just because it was cake. And like cake is notorious for being um, uh, mass produced and like sold mm. in gas stations and just general shit quality. Like, I don't know. They used, they used to be really good back like two, three years ago. And then they just like, after like 2021, they just all Fell became off. baked or something. I don't know. Yeah, see, I usually get mine from, like, a smoke shop. While they may be a little more expensive, I, like, I did a lot of research when I was first looking into Delta 8 pens because I wanted, like, good brands because some of these brands don't, uh, their their standards for production are not great and you can end up, like, like you said, getting really sick or they can send you to the hospital. So right. I wanted to get a brand that was, like, you know, they may be more expensive, but we produce our shit in America and blah, blah, blah. You know, they, they're they they're up to code and doing what they're supposed to to make sure that their customers are getting the best product. Right. And, like, I, I really think that I, like, in general, should just, like, stop smoking. Like, or I should say vaping because I don't really smoke. But, yeah. Uh, it's, it's so hard. Like, like, it's not even really the material. Right, and that um, it's the habit. It's the habit of picking yeah, something up and like picking something up, putting it in your mouth. It's like, it's it's like a baby with like a pacifier. Yeah, that that was one of the reasons it's hard for people that both vape and uh smoke cigarettes to quit. It's it's just the the habit of picking something and putting it in your mouth, and that's also why a lot of people that try to quit nicotine products. Uh, end up gaining a lot of weight because they substitute that habit with food. The right. same motion of them putting something in their fucking mouth. It's so weird. It's like it's like almost like regressing. It's, oh, it's really bad. I'm about yeah, to uh it's really bad for you. I'm gonna take a hit right now. <laughs> it, it is really bad for you. I'm about to finish off my uh my last disposable nicotine that I use, and then I'm probably not going to... I just won't buy anymore. See, I'm a, a little bit into my personal life. Uh, one of my parents was a drug addict. So I've I've seen addiction, like, up close. So for me, if I'm going to quit something, I just cold turkey. And, and I know that's not the best idea. I wouldn't do it with something like pharmaceuticals, because that's extremely dangerous. But, like, with nicotine, eh, I'll just have withdrawals for a little bit. I I don't know. Maybe maybe it was just because I wasn't smoking that long, or like doing tobacco that long that I I didn't really like have withdrawals or anything. Like, and it was actually fairly easy to um to stop like smoking because like I remember um I like at at my worst I had like chain smoked five cigarettes and that was like right after I tried to Kurt Cobain myself. So like I. I think that was um that was pretty I I didn't really have much of a habit going on in terms of, of nicotine use. Yeah. But but yeah, the that motion of like putting putting shit in your mouth like it's still there. Yeah, I don't I, I don't know. Like even I I smoked cigarettes when I was 18. 19 and then i quit when i was like 20 and yeah. then i started up uh smoking vapes but i've always been able to just like 
put it down. I don't know. There's something in my brain that's just like, I don't want this anymore. I, I don't know. And it's I, so weird. I've tried to explain it to people, and they're like, oh, I can't just put something down and quit it. And th these are people that can quit yeah. other things. And, and it's like, well, I've seen you do it before. It, I guess. I guess. Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know if that's the proper term for it, but, like, I think, like, that's the best way I know how to describe it. And it's like, you kind of just, like, I've noticed that, too. Of Like, I've kind of, like, slowed down my uh, my vaping. Usually, like, at work, like, I'll only be hitting it, like, maybe four or five, maybe six times a day, as opposed to, like, a year ago, I was hitting it all fucking day. You know what it is? So, after a while, like, so the half-life of nicotine is, like, an hour and a half, right? So, what happens is, if you smoke over time, even for, like, a little bit, you, that, that feeling fades away of you getting that, like, fresh nicotine hit, unless you right. stop using it. So, like, you just won't hit it that much because you're like, I'm waiting for the half-life to go away so I can actually feel the nicotine. Right. I've, I've done that. I mean, I don't really do that with nicotine because I, I just do that with the, the Delta 8 shit. But yeah. I, I assume it's the same principle, yeah. It is, and it, it really it really depends, honestly, on the vape, how much nicotine you're getting. Because if you're getting a lot, you're probably not hitting it as much. Uh, Something like elf bars or like the fucking shitty ass oh disposables. It's not it's not a lot of nicotine, so you're gonna keep hitting it and hitting it. Yeah, there's a there's a dude at my at my work, annoying ass motherfucker. Um like he'll he'll come in every day with a fucking either an elf bar or like an elf bar shaped um, vape that actually holds like a cart in it. And, yeah. Uh, but this motherfucker's just high all the fucking time, just puffing away like a fucking <laughs> steam engine, man. And he's just like, bro, have you ever considered like maybe slowing down a bit? Because like it's it's gotten to the point where like everybody fucking knows he's high, but we can't say anything to, but we can't really say anything because we're all fucking high too. <laughs> But you're not but, as high. We're yeah, we're functionally high. This motherfucker. He's unfunctionally. Like, yeah, he's he's like he'll disappear for like forty five minutes to an hour at a time, and like, fuck? Where the fuck did, we're like, where the fuck did Eli go? And I'm like, probably just fucking high as shit, wandering around or talking to people. Like I I found out recently that he goes to uh uh, <laughs> uh we call her Smother because she's basically like the oh come here baby it's okay. And, like, she'll, like, this motherfucker will go and get a fucking, like, little-ass splinter from the fucking uh, pallets we move. And he'll go to fucking, he'll go to Stephanie, or not Stephanie, fucking Smother. And, like, suddenly his fucking hand is paralyzed and he needs a big band-aid and he needs to be gone for 45 minutes while it heals. And, like, bro. What the fuck? All right. Oh, Jesus. I'm just like, there's definitely people like that uh, abuse that I have had my uh, yeah fair I, encounters I, with those people. Mm. I think now we, I think it's gotten to the point where we just keep him around for entertainment at this point. He, he does <laughs> virtually nothing. <laughs> um, fuck! I keep getting off track here. Um, it's my fault. No, it's my no, fault. you're fine. <laughs> 
I've been wanting to do I've been wanting to do a longer episode, so this is this is perfect. Okay, cool. Um, uh, how 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 uh, when do you want to like? What's the stopping point? Um, I don't know. Whenever you want to leave, or whenever my legs start clotting up. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Okay, I guess we'll continue with the uh, the news. <laughs> so one thing that interests me because I used to be a, a biology student and I really like science stuff. Uh, yeah. Is the wildlife research by using dead birds and putting them on these like robots or drones? That's pretty dope. I don't like that. <laughs> it, it's fucked up. Yes, it is fucked up. But if it helps them record data on birds and no. wildlife, then it's well, like this is going to be a slippery slope. Governments are now going to use this. Like you thought that that's Chinese what you think. Balloon, you thought the Chinese spy balloon was bad. Wait until they, Dude, they already have pigeons. You, have you ever seen a baby pigeon? Because I haven't. They're yeah. already doing well, it. Birds aren't real. Well, <laughs> yeah, but birds aren't real anyway. So when you it. ask a bird if they're a government spy. You, you know, you, you'll see. They'll act a certain way. They'll they'll give you that side eye. It, it's the the problem is you just got to figure out which agency they're working for. That's the hard part. Mm, CIA, FBI, yeah, ATF. Like, who knows? Like I'm pretty sure. Like I'm pretty sure Crassus is working for the ATF. <laughs> Crassus is working for the ATF. Uh, I feel like he would take offense to that. <laughs> How dare you just fucking uh, Greta Thunberg you? <laughs> You can feel free to call me out now. He's gonna squawk at you. Polly does gonna... not want a cracker, goddammit! <laughs> He's gonna lock oh, me in his SCP containment chamber. Chamber. <laughs> that's not. It's not SCP containment chamber. It's his enclosure. Yeah, that's just a birdcage. Yeah, I mean, fuck. His bird is so <laughs> cute too. I love Tiki. I, so I, I've always wanted a bird, but they're just so much commitment, and I don't have so the time. <laughs> they're so fucking loud. Yeah, but like I want like I want a little fluffy, feathery fin friend know, that walks at me, and I can teach them to repeat words like "yee" or I "yeehaw." Would, I would love a bird if they just weren't so fucking loud, though. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, the only just, drawback. Even yeah. parakeets are mm. the screaming. Squawk, 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 squawk. <laughs> that's all they fucking do. The tiki's a parakeet, right? Uh, he, yeah, he's uh, no, no, I think he's a parrot, actually. But I, I think he, fuck, I don't know which kind. But Crash, Crassus has for sure talked about it on his page. I'm just stupid and don't remember stuff <laughs> yeah i'm oh fuck oh man yeah fuck. i can't find him now shit this uh mountain lion claws claws the head of a man in a hot tub uh i think uh cats should recreate that in art form uh that would be hilarious i fucked up but hilarious Okay, where is it? Uh, oh, no. KG. He just wanted to swim. Being, being in a hot tub in Colorado just sounds extremely dangerous. Oh, yeah, like wasn't there, like, 
Wasn't there some politician or something that was like murdered in a hot tub in Colorado a few years ago? Uh, I'm not sure, but it does sound familiar. No, no, I remember that. Um, it was a it was a Swedish guy. It was a Swedish politician, and he got a fucking bow and arrow to the back of the head in his. In Whoa! His, uh, what the fuck? Um, I fuck this article. I'm gonna look that shit up. That's <laughs> that sounds a lot more interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, he pissed off the wrong people, apparently. Goddamn. Killed in hot tub. <laughs> Bad spaniels. That's so cute. But also, why are you buying your dog a toy that looks like alcohol? That's kind of cringe. Oh, my whole no, personality is drinking. I don't know. I thought it was kind of cute, but maybe I'm. It, it is cute. It is cute, but I know the type of people that are gonna buy this shit. They're like I, I, the raging alcoholics. I almost that swear that they're not alcoholics. I almost got that for my dog. Are you raging like, alcoholic? Um, Do you have something to say? <laughs> not raging. I'm just more uh, of a raging alcoholic. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair. <laughs> I'm a wine mom, so it's okay. I can't. <laughs> oh, you're a wino. <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually i've been drinking a lot of beer lately i don't know i kind of like oh fuck i still have like two beers in my unplugged fridge that have been in there for like Ooh, they're now. probably so nasty now yeah i mean they're like two beers that i probably wasn't probably going to growing drink. mold inside of it oh god I, oh fuck i probably should check on that <laughs> yeah you probably should Oof. i mean if they're um, like closed I mean, unless you open well, yeah, them. Well, yeah, they were closed. They hadn't been opened yet. But there's definitely mold in there. I'm pretty sure if you shook it, you'd hear stuff like like chunks uh, in there. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to throw that little mini fridge away then. Oh, poor mini fridge. There was definitely some water in there. Um, okay, so yeah, dog toy poking fun at Jack Daniels leads to dispute over parody exception to trademark protections. It is a f it is fair to expect Wednesday's arguments in Jack Daniels properties versus VIP products to be heated as the justice as the justices consider the possibility that protection for parodies requires an exception to traditional trademark protections. Didn't we like kind of already know this with like music parodies yeah. and whatnot? Like wasn't that kind of already established? Like does or does that like law? I mean, not, Al, Al Yankovic made product? it pretty. Well, I know. Well, now Al Yankovic got like everybody's permission and like only got turned down like once or twice. So yeah, but also at some point, it's like, do I really have to ask for permission to make a parody? It's it's yeah, it's not the same thing. Like looking at it here, so it said their argument was. Um, says, finding a likelihood consumers would confuse the Bad Spaniels toy with Jack Daniels, the trial court ruled in favor of Jack Daniels and barred VIP from continuing... Oh, fuck, what the hell? That's, That's bullshit. Ass. They were like... I blame Metallica. So they... <laughs> God damn you, Lars. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to say it. Them what motherfuckers ruined everything. <laughs> we're blame Metallica for everything. You know, I wonder if Metallica is also working for the ATM. 
Well, no, they're probably working for some other government agency. Whatever one deals with, like, censorship. Uh, censorship is so bad. Especially in fucking Western culture right now. Did you see that Restrict Act? Oh, the, uh, the quote-unquote TikTok man? Yeah, and I'm like, it's it's not about TikTok. The, it's the one that's so much to, more. The one that's going to pretty much nuke Telegram? Basically. Or or anything that, that the government, like, this is the wording they use, that the government deems as a security risk. Yeah. So basically, they can look at anything, any corporation that's not giving them billion, like millions of dollars and lobbying and shit and be like, yeah, get out of here. I'm confused as to how they don't realize that that is fostering anti that is fostering com, uh, anti competitive shit. Mm -hmm. And not it's not only very that, capitalist. Like, not only that, but like it kind of puts in danger my show. <laughs> yeah, like, because then they can look at your show because yeah, they're I'm, monitoring all of the internet and be like, "Well, he's talking about this, and he's talking about this, this and this is a danger, so we need to." slap this thing on him and he can't yeah, use Spotify yeah, like, They've arrested people for less. Like I've said some I'm like I've said some somewhat regrettably wild shit before and like maybe or maybe not I was intoxicated. I don't know. I will use that defense in court if I have to. You're not alone. <laughs> Morgan Wallen, that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> uh <laughs> The the Texas hammer. Ooh. Nah, but yeah, censorship I, is not censorship, for the Western world. Gay and cringe, as the kids say. <laughs> gay and cringe. Are kids really saying that? I feel <laughs> like they're saying gay and proud. I don't know. I don't not I don't I just realized I'm not really connected with the youths. Yeah, that's fair. I just know what I see on fucking the internet. I get my I get my info from Gen Xers and I get my entertainment from Zoomers. I don't I, I think don't the know most... if the, Well, I get my entertainment from millennials, I guess, but I think the most interaction I have with like minors is honestly in my IRL life with like family members. Like, I don't talk to anybody that's not in my age group or, like, close to my age group. What's even crazy? Because, one, minors are fucking annoying, whether What's people disagree or not, but fuck. Two, okay. they're not mature to be having certain conversations with, or even just talking to half the time because they just don't take anything seriously, and it's like, well, dude, come on, you gotta take some shit seriously. Yeah, word of advice, if you're over the age of 18 on the internet, just don't talk to anyone under the age of 18. Simple as. Real. Just, like, block anyone that has anything under 18 in it. Oh, this, this could segue into something good that I had on my mind that I wanted to ask you. But, uh, what do you think of the concept of, like, if people want to have ADs, then they they shouldn't take like their main account and just post on there without any like warning or like labels or even like curating their following. Didn't um, what the fuck's his face do that? 
Yeah, the neon dude. Uh, this specifically in reference to that. Yeah, neon wolf. Yeah. So, uh, some people yeah, only, only oh, changes it to eighteen once he gets caught. Yeah, but uh, I I feel like some people sub subtweeted me. I'm not sure if they did. Maybe I'm just thinking too much. But my whole take on it was okay. You can curate your following and stop minors from following you if you're going to post explicit stuff. Uh, you either make a separate account that's locked so you can monitor who's following you, or you know just don't post. NSFW on your main account where you know minors follow you with no labels or anything like this is not hard at the end of the day like the responsibility is really on the adult it's not to say you should parent these minors but just keep them away yeah like you have a duty to keep minor well, I don't want to say a duty but you have a responsibility to keep minors off your page and it's not even because it's not even for the minor's sake it's for your sake as an adult because I don't know if you know, but some of these minors are fucking insane. Dude, I, like, I have dealt with so many death threats <laughs> in the years. Every single one of them has come from a minor. <laughs> Actually, no, I take that back. One of them came from, like, a 30, like, 40-year-old or something. Yeah, I believe that. Uh, part of it's, like, edginess. Teenagers just be edgy like, as fuck. They- I'm like I, I'm honestly sincere when I say this. I really think we should ban theater kids from the internet. God, yes. That I think that's one thing everybody can unite over. Yeah. And it's even like past theater kids are like, yeah, yeah. They should just outright be banned. <laughs> just ban theater kids from the internet for the sake of humanity. Please, I can't we'll, take seeing or hearing Hamilton a, another peace. fucking time. I'm going to shoot myself. <laughs> oh my god. You melodramatic motherfuckers. Uh, and the worst part is they always think they're so deep. I'm so oh, deep, man. I'm, because yeah. I know this quote from this book. Like, cool, dude. You're I've just like every the- other teenager out there. You're not special. <laughs> I've read all the Harry Potter books, and now I'm offended <laughs> by J.K. I'm Rowling. a hipster. <laughs> I read Perks of a Wallflower. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like, so like, cool. Else. Everybody else read the same fucking books, dude. Like, come on. It's like, like everybody's trying to be the next Johnny Depp or something. It's like that kid, um, that Orthodox rabbi Bill Clinton kid. He's like, name ten books. What the fuck? <laughs> Who? I, wait, you gotta show me this. Orthodox well, rabbi. What? <laughs> well, I think it was like there was a meme earlier in the year that um. About something with like Bill Clinton's um, Orthodox uh, Orthodox Jewish rabbi or something, and like some like random kid had mentioned it at um, at like a speaking event or something, and then I guess this kid went on to like achieve internet memedom or something because of that question, and then he was on some like podcast recently and was debating some stupid college broad that's like um it was like it was like she was like pretending to be so smart or something and he was like name 10 books and she couldn't name like three oh books. that guy that guy yeah. oh i i know the clip you're talking about she was yeah. like the game of thrones books and that's not even what they're called it's like yeah. the song of ice and fire or some shit yeah <laughs> i mean i'm 
Like, like she yeah, couldn't like, even like name it. She just came up with the fucking name of the show. Yeah. <laughs> Why like no, no, no. I'm sorry. No. Mm. He he should have probably made it uh more specific, that question. Cause books is like anything. I I well, fiction I mean, I counts as books, but like I what he was saying was more of an intellectual question of what kind of books have you read that actually like yeah, gave you something in of, life. Yeah, are of any like surface value. Like, yeah, because uh Twilight and Game, Game of Thrones, Thrones shit is entertainment. I I'll be honest, even like the Game of Thrones books, whatever the fuck they're called, are like not really like literature wise that great, I would say. I don't know. I've never read them. <laughs> I've never read them either. So me either. I just, I shit. The only time I've watched Game of Thrones is because my parents are watching it. We yeah. always fuck with them. We're like, oh, you're watching medieval porn again. Great. Yeah, I don't remember. Like, I don't, I don't know if anybody in the audience has uh, read the Game of Thrones books. Um, was there that much like porn in the books as there was the show? I mean, I didn't really watch the show, but like I caught like glimpses of it, and the only glimpses I caught of it were like bare acidness. Yeah, I want to know too because there's so that's that's part of why we fuck with our parents is because it's like it's just porn with a story. That's that's basically what it is: it's porn with a story. Because yeah, the amount of times I've walked into the living room and there's just people fucking in the like just randomly fucking is I, ridiculous. It's like I every episode. This is completely necessary to the plot. Yes, yes, it's very necessary. It's it's character building. Don't you know that watching this random shit get dicked down in the brothel is so so impactful to the story? It's so emotionally impactful world building. Can't you see how much these people love each other? I mean, they're in a brothel, but they love each other. <laughs> this li literally is what it is. The stripper really loves me this time. That's why I laugh when there's people that defend having like random ass sex scenes in movies, and I'm like, they're really not necessary. You could just do it like Letterkenny and apply that they're going inside to have sex. At least it's tasteful. I've actually only ever seen like um, a few of the Letterkenny episodes like several years ago. No, BBQ. You got it. Yes, it is on Hulu. You must oh, watch it. It is so funny, and it has it has a plot, but it's like more kind of in the background. Oh shit! I thought they were just a YouTube series. Nope. They had. They even are. They did shows like in 2021. I was gonna go with my boyfriend, and then they pulled this COVID shit out of their ass, even though uh, nobody was wearing masks anymore. But they're Canadian, so... We didn't go. We got a refund. <laughs> uh, how far are Y'all are in, what, Wisconsin? Uh, no, no, no. I'm in Georgia. Oh, I am a Georgia peach. Ooh. Um, oh shit. Did we ever go over the, um, MCFC? Um, yeah, the bombing? Yeah. yeah, we- well, not the bombing. It, uh, uh, <laughs> the way I said that. Threat. Guys, it, it was a bomb threat. Yeah, My bad. That is 
yeah, there was a bomb threat, and that turned out to be a hoax. I actually believe that was a hoax, right? Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. just a hoax, and everybody had to evacuate the uh, hotel and stand outside while people, police, and fire trucks and ambulances and all these different things showed up. Oh. and showed While everybody on the road was like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> There's a bunch of furries outside. Dude, I'm I'm looking at the video right now if this fucking ad would fucking finish, but uh there are so like everybody. So many people out there standing there in fursuit, out of fursuit, they have luggage with them, other shit, backpacks, like damn. Oh, did you see this um this Reddit post? I'm very sorry for Bringing up Reddit, I believe that is a cancer site. Um, yeah, I'm right there with you. This guy says, uh, I got furries banned from the Air Force Base at Keesler. Where the fuck is Keesler at? What? Uh, Keesler Air Force Base. Oh, it's in Biloxi. Yeah, it's in Biloxi or it's in Biloxi, Mississippi. It's Keesler Air Force Base, and um, this this is a uh, I guess a Miranda, uh, memorandum to the um, whatever the Air Force version of the um, uh, the UCMJ is. Uh, it says a uh, civilian attire to wear in the defect. Oh, that's part of a uh, three point one twenty three. Uh, not wear costume slash mascot suits, uh, gator, bull, wolf, knight, uh, which includes but is not limited to furry animal suits. Exceptions, MTO can approve the wear of costume slash mascot suits for official events. Damn. What a Karen. Yeah. I still think that's kind of funny, though. What, what was the reason for banning it? Just because of that I, one person? I mean, to be fair, I really don't like the idea of, like, people fursuiting on base. Like, I mean, I can kind of understand it if it's, like, their last day and they just want to go out as, like, a fuck you to everybody. Like, yeah. because I kind of wanted to do that, too. But, um, I, I, I think it comes down to, like, in, uh, what, professionalism kind of thing. Decorum? Yeah. So, like, the... Yeah, I mean, I kind of see it, but they're not banning you, like, storing it, right? Like, if you just have it with you, they're just banning you from wearing it. Um, I think it's just, like, actually, let me check. Not, I guess you just can't wear it, like, on base. Okay, well, that's kind of fair. Yeah. Did you see that, uh, that guy who got, I think, honorably discharged because he was wearing like a pup, pup hood or something oh no the colonel ravage I th yeah i fuck. think that's who it is i do not like that motherfucker <laughs> i do not like him at all i remember so many furries were like this is so unfair and i'm like yeah but like if they have policies against this and you know it and all this other stuff then like i mean it's at will they can fire you <laughs> You know some fucked up shit though. Kick you like, out or whatever. Like that guy got honorably discharged. He like he 
he went through his whole um his whole OCS and did all his officer bullshit and he got out. And then they and then they kind of went and like fucked him and they were like, Well, because of your social media posts, um, we're revoking your um your word sorry, downgrading your discharge to a general. Mm. And so, like, I don't think, I don't remember if that means he gets to keep, like, all of his benefits and not, but, like, they went and fucked him out of, like, at least some of his benefits because of that, and I just think that's fucking hilarious. I'm like, I, I, I want to sympathize with him, because I know, like, the ar- big army will fuck you any chance they get, but at the same time, it's just like, bro, you knew the risks, like, until you were officially separated. Well, because well, that's the thing, because, like, he had he had been posting that kind of shit like throughout his whole career like on his mm. instagram and so like but the fact that they didn't really i guess catch on until after he was out was surprising cuz like they the, the military especially if you're an officer and that high ranking of an officer they will keep track of your social media yeah i think uh one thing that is concerning for for them, at least, is uh, their recruitment numbers have been, like, the lowest it's ever been. Yeah. And I think at some point, if they want to keep sufficient numbers, they're going to have to, like, be a little more lenient. Because if you just start kicking people out for, like, that, as much as they have every right to, it's like, eh, at some point, you kind of have to or, pick and choose... Or, you know, hear me out, they could expunge our cannabis convictions and, that too. you know, let us like, actually, like, not even smoke weed on duty, because I don't even want, I don't, I don't no, want No, 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 no. Like, in your free time, like, even if it's like, even if it's like you can't have it on base, like, I would be fine with that. Yeah, like, as long as you can like, do it when you're not operating stuff. Or... Yeah, that would be, I would be completely fine with that. Yeah. But they're still like I remember they they allowed like painted nails and shit and like makeup for females and whatnot for whatever reason, like recently. And but they still won't allow um cannabis use, but they'll, you know but they'll keep around like NCOs that are like drunk wife beaters and shit. And Yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me yeah. personally. Like my own my own NCO, the same NCO I was talking about earlier, he actually got discharged of, along with me like the same day. Um, but he didn't get a uh, a general discharge. He got an honorable discharge. And he kept his rank. Uh, he didn't face any like extra duty. And um, I believe he also didn't have to do any of the uh, out processing, like being followed around and shit by an NCO because he was an NCO. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I think I'm probably going to get off here in about five minutes because it's been about two hours. Oh, has it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. My phone's about to die, too, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Closing statements, I guess, or how are you in uh, I guess it was really all we had for news. Uh, yeah, we already went over. Yeah, we went already over the uh, birds or bullshit thing. Yeah, the government uh, agents. 
spies. Well, I think that's really all I have, actually. So um, did you have any social medias or anything you wanted to plug and promote? Yeah. Um, you guys can reach me on Twitter, Telegram, uh, Instagram, uh, all at uh, Local Quack, the Local Quackhead. Uh, let me check on my... So, yeah, Local Quackhead. Uh, it's all uh, lowercase and all put together. And you guys can find me and follow me, and hopefully I'll be able to provide some people with commissions soon, once I open them. Well, thank you so much, Ducky, for coming on. I mean, I've been... I know it was... Uh, we had a little bit of a hiatus for almost a month now, but uh, we are back with uh, episode 22. and um, Thank you so much, Ducky, for joining me, and um, you're welcome to come on anytime you want. Just holler at me, and I'll set you up. Awesome. Uh, thank you so much for inviting me. I'm really glad I could. you could be my first podcast that I was on. Yeah. I'm very I'm sorry I was your first podcast. Oh, don't apologize. I think, I think we had really good conversations, and uh, I would love to do it again. So. Yeah, uh, send me a link to the um, that conspiracy theory um, that you were talking about earlier, because too, because I really want to get into that. Because that would yeah, I will try and find the video clip for you or anything I can find, and I'll forward it to you. Yeah, yeah. But um, thank you all for joining us. This has been the Higher Mammal Podcast, and I've been your host, Barbecue Skunk, joined by my fabulous guest, Ducky, known as Local Quackhead on Twitter. And we will see y'all next week after next for episode 23. Stay safe, stay free. Love y'all. Goodbye. Support for the Higher Mammal Podcast comes from JB Raccoon with KVXN Vixen Radio, Tex Yodi and Lifty Husky of the Lifty Unleashed Podcast. Anchor and listeners like you. Thank you.